Hey there, this is Gene from Dumbasses Talking Politics, and today we're going to talk about some stupid stories we've had today. But first, first thing we need to talk about is the national championship tonight. Number one, Virginia against number three, Texas Tech. The game is on. I am watching it. It is in overtime. Four minutes, 37 seconds left, and Virginia just took a 69-68 lead. I do have the game muted, but that does not mean I won't lose my butt in the middle of this podcast, so that's good. Okay, so I decided I'm going to start following the new format, and I've got some really dumb stories today. And now Virginia's up 70-68. And this first story is just, this is the karma event of the week. Uh, that And that's saying something because there's been some really dumb crap this week. So from N- M- NBCnews.com, apparently a porcher in South Africa entered the Kruger National Forest with a couple of his buddies. I think it was three or four other buddies. His well, the partners reported that as they were hunting, apparently a rather large elephant decided to kill this guy. I guess if you're going to shoot a big gun at animals, they may not care for it. And this one reacted very badly, killing the guy. Now, just to let you know, Kruger National Park is the biggest park in South Africa. Actually, biggest park in Africa. Uh, and there's a lot of poaching issues. So this guy's dead. Uh, they call the authorities. They bring up a search party and they started looking for the, the body of this guy who was killed by this elephant. Didn't Never found it. A few days later, rangers are cruising around the land, as they do, looking probably for poachers, uh, cruising around the land and they find a skull and pants the same skull and pants that matched the victim. So the rangers sat back and made a discovery and they said, well, um, apparently he was eaten by a pride of lions. So there wasn't too much left of him when they found him. Now, I personally think this is really, and it gets funnier, the, the guys who reported the guy was killed actually ended up going to jail and are now facing prosecution uh, for the crime. So, um, it's just, this is the title of, uh, karma's a bitch. Listen, don't go hunting animals. You're not supposed to be going hunting because one of them might kill you. And that one animal that might kill you might leave you for a bunch of lions to eat your little body up. Good story there. Uh, this next one, this next one, I love, um, this next one is actually going to lead us to, uh, the next story. I was only going to have one story, and then I decided to have two because I thought the, um, I thought both stories were kind of fun, kind of easy to deal with. This story is from FoxNews.com. Uh, apparently, the University of Kansas, which is actually a very uh, conservative state, will offer a new course: Angry White Male Studies. Awesome. I'm a little bit surprised that the University of Kansas, very conservative state, would offer a class like that. But this shows you how the left is actually trying to indoctrinate students to make them change the way they think. So I'm not kidding here. It will be taught by a guy named Christopher Forth, who happens to be a professor of humanities and history. 
and is a, get this, a white male. Wonder what he's so ticked off about. So the course description goes as so. Students will learn about the rise of the angry white male in America and Britain since the 1950s, exploring the deeper sources of this emotional state while evaluating recent manifestations of male anger. Okay, that sounds pretty awesome. Let me grab my glasses here because I am reading from a script. One of the topics of discussion, by the way, before I get to that, uh, Virginia 75, Texas Tech 73. One of the topics of discussion, how both dominant and subordinate masculinities are represented and experienced in cultures regarding periods of rapid change connected to the modernity, as well as the rights-based movement of women, people of color, homosexuals, and trans individuals. So not only are we white men ticked off, we are toxic. That's essentially what that second that second discussion is. So basically, this is bringing up two things: it's bringing up toxic masculinity, and it's bringing up a bunch of pissed pissed off white men. And of course, some of the things they were talking about is the reason that Donald Trump was actually elected to office is because of a bunch of angry white men. Okay. Hey, you know what? Let me tell you something. The only time I seem to really get angry and toxic is when I'm being told uh, by boneheads like this that I'm angry and toxic, especially when they're teaching our young this garbage. I'm just going to address this woke, straight white man shaming with a couple of questions. Is it possible that white men are ticked off because we are blamed for all the world's problems? Heck, there was the heck there was an article last week uh, that blamed climate change on the diets of white people. Now I looked at this thing. I never, I never uh, podcasted about it, but this this was absolutely awful. There was no study. Nothing in the study actually showed that. It was just kind of an assumption. Now, let me hold on one second. I'm going to go a little bit ahead of myself here. The second part, and I'm going to address the, um, I'm going to address the different areas of the discussion. The other question is, what do people of color have to complain about? We fought a civil war started by white men to end slavery. Tens of thousands of white men died to free them. Yeah, we. I get this. We had Jim Crow, and there was a lot of injustice. That's it. It's normal. I mean, this is how countries work. But these laws were enforced by the same political party that this idiot probably actually supports. So I, I've got a feeling. You know, this Jim Crow, slavery, everything was a democratic. Everyone seems to forget that. Um, Abraham Lincoln was the first Republican president. And the entire stance of the Republican Party was to get rid of slavery. That was what it was based on. But we all forget about this. We forget that Jim Crow, we forget about the, the 
all of the uh, uh, protests from the South all came from Democrats. I understand that an ardent Democrat, a Lyndon Johnson, who was, by the way, a serious racist and fought against the civil rights movement from day one, actually passed the civil rights bill. But the reality is he basically hated blacks. There was no question about that. He absolutely hated them. But not only did we end Jim Crow, because it was immoral, that's why we ended it, had several black Supreme Court justices, had blacks representing in the House and in the Senate. We've had a black president. What's everyone complaining about? Racism, I'm sorry, is just not a good excuse for anything anymore. Now, as far as Hispanics, you know, the brown people, the people that are being, um, the people that are being uh, exploited now, if this country was so bad for Hispanics, and that means anybody south of the U.S. border, the question I would have is, why do they keep trying to sneak over? Because it's not racist. Like I said, I'm engaged to a Hispanic woman. She loves this country. She cannot stand illegal immigration. And she thinks she's had all of the benefits. So that's garbage too. Now, let's get to the third option. And you notice I, I stopped women. They were actually the first uh, complaint about. Uh, as far as the LGBTQRSTUV, whatever they're calling themselves these days, They've never been discriminated against like the blacks have. They've always had legal rights, even couples. Palimony agreements and um, partner agreements were always legal. They were never illegal. They were legal back in the 70s and 80s. These never disappeared. So I'm not exactly sure why things have been made so bad. It looks like Virginia is going to take Texas Tech. They're up 77 to 73 with 31 seconds left. Anyway, here we go. Uh, we gave... Uh, things were never bad. You never heard about lynching of a gay man. Yes, there were a couple of instances by people who are screwed up. Okay, I'm not saying there's no discrimination. But back in the 80s, when I was a teenager, gay rights was already coming up. Gay marriage was already brought up. This wasn't something... This isn't something new. This is something that's been around for a very long time. They won gay marriage. Gays can be married. And I don't think it's that big of a deal. I still don't think it's a big deal. I don't think the government should be talking, telling people who should be married or not. There are already anti there have been anti-discrimination laws against any type of protected group for 40, 50 years. Spitting on a gay man was illegal in 1980, just like it's illegal today. Calling someone the F word, uh, F-A-G, the cigarette thing, that's illegal. That wasn't really looked well upon then as it is now. So I'm not exactly sure why they think this is a civil rights issue. Homosexuals, the LGBT, whatever they're calling themselves, have never been it reached the plane of civil rights that the blacks have. It's just a bad example. 
uh, their little quest for acceptance is more than just, hey, let's accept gay people. They're trying to force everyone to believe they do, what they do is natural, uh, which is not. It's normal. It's not natural. The difference between normal and natural? Natural means you can do things and survive. Normal means it's accepted. And I think I brought this up in my last podcast. Hey, I can stick a thousand I can stick one million gay men with everything they need to create a fantastic civilization, and in a hundred years that island would be empty. That's why homosexuality does go against nature. Transvestites, lesbians, it does go against nature. Does that mean no, we shouldn't have transvestites or no, I didn't say that. I just said, hey, don't force me to think it's normal or biological. Eh, well, I, I take it back. I think it's a little biological. I, I know we haven't actually found the science yet, but I, I do think there is some biology there. But don't make me, don't force me to believe it's natural. Don't force me to believe you are as, as natural as me, my ex-wife, or my fiancé, where I have four to five kids and, and everything's good. Because a gay man with another gay man or a gay woman with another gay woman or a transsexual whatever with another transsexual whatever is never going to be able to produce. And that's the religious part in me. I do believe the reason for marriage is production, reproduction. Uh, I think if, a, listen, I, I think this is just really completely overblown. The gay, the LGBT should be thrilled. They are accepted. They are considered normal. And I'm sorry if you can't get a cake at a Christian store, a uh, Christian bakery. That's fine. Go to the bakery down the street. I'm sure they're going to be able to make your cake. So get over it. And that finally leaves us with women. And this will actually bring me up into the next, uh, into the next area of our podcast. Here's the thing. I think women, I'm sorry for the pause. I'm probably going to cut that out. I think that women really have to, I, I, I think women, women really have put men in a bad position and they use their quote, air quotes, their victimhood against men. And I, I think this is absolutely terrible. Um, men did not oppress women. We did. I take that back. Yes, we did. 150 years ago, women couldn't vote. About 1920, they were able to vote. You know what? A bunch of white men voted that women should be able to vote. Do you know why a bunch of white men voted that women should vote? They voted that because white women should be, women should be voting. There is no reason why women should not be voting. It was evil. Men fix that, they let them vote. Men, women have the same opportunities of men. And that garbage where women are earning four, per, four cents to every dollar a man earns is garbage. Thomas Sowell, a black man, proved that in the 70s. Go to you, YouTube, it's there. 
women earn as much, if not more, than men. As a matter of fact, there's a lot that shows that women earn more. And here's the other question, and I can go further into that, and if people want me to, I can. For example, why is it women earn less than men? Well, yeah, women have babies, so they don't, they're not in the workplace as much. Women take jobs that are not as difficult or not as dangerous as men. Um, uh, women study the soft, the soft arts, whereas men study the hard sciences. This is all fact. But I'm not going to get into that today. And here's the big question. What about toxic femininity? We never hear that. We hear about toxic masculinity all the time. White, uh, white privilege, male privilege. What about toxic femininity? What about the harpies like Rosie O'Donnell, Chelsea Handler, Sarah Zhang, and Silver, Sarah Silverman? Just to name a few. I could name, oh, Alyssa Milano. I mean, I can name them forever. These women seem to be filled with just hate that white men always seem to be accused of. And that will lead us to our third story. You like that transition? I think I'm getting better at this. This is from the dailywire.com. And I should have mentioned Chelsea Handler. I don't think I did. But this is speaking of toxic femininity. Chelsea Handler was on the Bill Maher show. I don't think there is anybody in the world who can set off toxic femininity more than Bill Maher, who is basically a toxin, fe, toxic feminine in himself. And by the way, that's not true. I kind of like Bill Maher. I think he's kind of interesting. He is not, he is an intellectual. He's just way out there. The first thing, I, I love how, I, I'm not going to play this clip for you, but I love how she's introduced as a comedian, actress, author, and activist. <laughs> let's, let's, let's get some things clear. I've been following Chelsea Handler for a long time. I won't lie, it's because I thought she was kind of cute. Uh, I read two of her books. I tried to watch her show. So let's, let's cover this one by one. Uh, one, she was never funny. She was not a very good comedian. Two, she couldn't act her way out of a paper bag. The reason she became, I, I think the reason one become, uh, reason an actress becomes an activist is because every show they start has been canceled. Every movie they've seen they're in is a failure. In other words, and Saying you're an activist basically means is I'm an unemployed actress or unemployed actor. Chelsea Handler had two of her last shows canceled. As far as writing, um, spare me. I've read two of her books. I gave her a break on two books. It was the biggest waste of like six bucks I could have ever imagined. Her writing is terrible, uh, gross, and not funny at all. One of the books I read, I shouldn't devalue too much. It did have literary value. Um, how can you sit back and say society cannot be improved by reading about 
her one night stands. That's right. This was a 160 page book on nothing about one night stands. One of the parts of the book, spoiler alert in case you're really interested, is talking about how her she had sex with the man and somehow had to hide her thong, which had a skid mark because she had diarrhea earlier in the night. This is comedy. I'm sorry, it's my phone. This is comedy, by the way. Virginia wins. Texas Tech loses. Not happy. I'm sorry I didn't bring it up, but I was actually talking and didn't pay attention. Well, so she's an activist, and of course she's from Hollywood, so you can imagine she's not a pro-Republican or conservative activist. As a matter of fact, she's just way left. So she goes on Bill Maher and, of course, goes completely off the rails and starts ripping Donald Trump. Here is about a minute of the clip. New rules, we'll get to that too. But I, you know, I'm reading your book and uh, I'm feeling like a bad friend because I didn't realize you were suffering so much. I mean, we all, everybody took the 2016 election hard, but I didn't know it really knocked you down like that. And it came, you came back stronger. That's what the book is about. Yeah, I had a midlife identity crisis once Trump won the election because I had never had my world feel so feel so unhinged, I think. And uh, I had to pay a psychiatrist to listen to me bitch about Donald Trump for about the first three weeks. And then once we got past that and we got to the real stuff, I realized the parallel there was my world becoming unhinged when I was a little girl. My brother died when I was nine years old. I had never related the two, but for me, as I can imagine, it must have been for so many people, it was a huge emotional trigger of everything being destabilized. And I realized just how spoiled and privileged I'd been all my life to realize to be this upset and this out of 10 every day and the outrage and the anger. I just wanted to fucking fight people, you know? And I was like, I got to go see a psychiatrist. Now, okay, there's so many in that one minute. There's a couple of things to unpack here. And I don't think you're going to like my conclusion when you hear this, especially if you're really conservative. But you know something? I'll, I'll tell you something at the end of this. First, let me go off the rails a little bit. Identity crisis. Donald Trump caused her an identity crisis? Are you kidding? No. No, no, no. Uh, What does... For her to blame her identity crisis say about her sense of identity? An identity crisis is a personal thing. It's your realization where you are in the world and you're trying to figure out what you are, what you've accomplished, have you done good. That's identity. And typically people have identity crises uh, crises, uh, between 35 and 45 because they're not sure they've accomplished anything. They're not sure they've made of their life what they really think would be meaningful. This gal comes out and says, Trump triggered her identity crisis. What does that say about her identity? Well, it says she has none. It says there's nothing there. She's superficial and she's shallow. 
I could not believe, and she's pretty dumb, so maybe I misinterpreted, or maybe she just said it wrong, but if you're basing your identity off Donald Trump winning an election in 2016, hey, here's a newsflash. Barack Obama won when I was 40. I didn't want Barack Obama to win in 40. I didn't want him to win in 44. I sure as heck did, did not want Hillary to win at 48. Guess what? I'm not having an identity crisis. Never had one. She also said that she became so unhinged about the 216 election, she had to see a psychiatrist. Then she did something that really kind of changed my opinion of her. I mean, it changed me so much. I changed my opinion of her so much, I almost thought about tweeting her. She mentioned the death of her nine-year-old brother. And this is when it kind of hit me. Is it possible that Chelsea Handler is unhinged because her nine-year-old brother died? Her career is, and her career is going to hell? I'm, I'm sorry. I have never lost my mind because a candidate lost an election. My candidate lost an election. It seems like she was actually already on edge. And Trump had nothing to do with her going absolutely crazy, her losing her mind. Well, she, I begin to feel some sympathy for her, and then she kind of goes off the edge a little bit. She finally goes off on her white privilege, identity, politics, horse crap. She says how, you know, she's been privileged for so long, blah, blah, blah. You heard that. I think that's just trying to embrace the other victim classes. She is a white woman. She's a white, straight woman, and she's rich. She needs to make herself seem more human, more woke. I hate that word, but that is the big word of the year. Every year I sit back and I talk about words. That's going to be the big word. Then, of course, she goes off on how she wanted to fight everything. I mean, violent. She wanted to just go out and fight, and that's when she realized she was losing control, and that's why she decided to go to a psychiatrist. By the way, Chelsea, you're not the only one out there that has that issue. If you walk on the street, if I wear a red hat, it may not even say MAGA on it. People are getting beaten up for this stuff. She's, you are not the only person that's having this, this anger issue over something so stupid. And I don't think it's an anger issue. I think you guys are just bent out of shape. You lost the election. But at least, you know, and this is where things are, are going to really change for me. Listen, I thought Chelsea was no different from any other nut job like George Takai or Alyssa Milano or Rosie O'Donnell. I think being already a little nuts, having fading careers and losing an election could definitely give reason to losing her mind. She actually sounds like her life is already a disaster. Dealing with the death of family member is maddening. And I do feel sorry for her. I really do. I've been there. What's really sad, she seems to be blaming Trump for the obvious instabilities of her own life. If she spent three weeks in counseling, which is all she spent, just three weeks, 
And that's definitely not enough. And all she got out of it is that this is all Trump's fault for setting her off. I, I feel sorry for her. And her psychiatrist should just give her her money back. She's not facing her real problems. I don't like Chelsea Handler. She's a blowhard, crass, untalented, and an untalented hack who appreciates nothing she has. But I've lost a son, gone through a divorce, and been separated from my family. I would never wish that type of hell on anyone, including her. And I actually do have sympathy for her. And here's the thing. We can't lose sympathy for other people. No matter what side of the aisle they sit on or the terrible things they say about us. Sympathy, reason, emotion, morality, this all means quite a bit. And we should continue to have that, even if sometimes it's very hard to get through the mask of that hatred that these people actually show. Wow, that was really a deep talk. This is Gene from Dumbasses Talking Politics. You can follow me on Twitter at RunningFool. Uh, it the link the uh, it'll be in the show notes. Hope you've enjoyed. If you want to actually read what I what I've talked about today, you can go to dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. Hey folks, have a nice day.